Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Winston Preparatory School is a leading school network for students with learning disabilities. Learn more about Winston Prep and register for an open house at www.winstonprep.edu. Welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show. That's yeah. just a little bit of your music. Is that your guitar and your voice? Sure. It's my uh, new album. I've got this super soul session with the great bass player Jerry Jamat, who a lot of these soul classics that we did on this album, he played on the originals, like with King Curtis and Aretha Franklin and B.B. King and all that. So we've been knowing each other and playing with each other for many years. But 40 years ago, we talked about doing this project, and here it is. And where did you record that? I recorded that actually in um, in Putnam County, New York, a uh, beautiful studio there called Raw, R-A-W, and I always think it's war, but it's Raw. It's the reverse. <laughs> I'm thinking of war. But it was a great studio and, um, you know, wonderful. Four days. Boom, 13 Boom. tracks. Beautiful. And um, Are you improvising a lot, or are they oh, written? No, nothing's written. I can't read. <laughs> I can't read music. I oh, come on. Don't say that. I, whenever people say that, I'm like, give Listen, me a break. I've written 10 books You're one on of the, the greatest musicians. Please. No, the greatest musicians, they had to take it down, and that's when they invented writing music. But people were already making music. No, I never, I never learned to read. And I've written many books on the guitar, uh, but 
I can, I know what the notes are because I taught myself. I remembered from being like three years old in the tonette that it was G, where the G was. So I, I said, well, if that's G, that must be A, that must be B. You know, so you start to, but I, I just learned by ear. I learned in front of audiences. I learned in the studio. I learned in real life. You mean if I sing a song, you can play it because you hear it? You don't need to see it? Of course. It. If you drop a plate on the floor, I'll play the notes that that plate made. Is that what perfect pitch is, Arlen? Uh, I don't know if it's perfect pitch. It's perfect relative pitch, which is the most important thing. Like if you know what an E is, then you sing the C or you sing the D. You know, like it's relative pitch. It's just like, like colors, really. Harmonies you know, all the time. Harmonies. Everything I hear is music. Everything. So sometimes you can't tune it out. You know, like if I go into the supermarket and I hear something playing and somebody smashes something on the floor, I'm like, oh, God, that was a minor third. And, the, you know, it's like I hear everything as a, a, as a note relationship. What about bird song? Oh, absolutely. I go, when I'm in the park and I'm walking my little doggy, I'm answering the birds. I'm singing along and they, they go, hey, wait a minute. That sounded just like me. You know, like I love hearing a mockingbird because they keep improvising. Mockingbird never repeats himself. Is it's that so right? beautiful. Really? So we walk through the park there in Ridgefield. I have this, this beautiful Wheaton Terrier, uh, Penny, who I'm crazy about. And she comes, she knows I'm listening to the birds. You know, I tell, listen to that birdie. Right. You know? And it's just amazing. It's like you're walking through an aviary. You know, it's so full of sound. And I don't know, I've just always been in tune with that. You know, my mom would say, we grew up in. I grew up in the Bronx, right near the subway L, and she'd take me in a stroller underneath All the subway. All that noise, L, though. And she said I would scream. Yeah, me you too. Know, that that horrible. I heard you were talking about I sound. I can't stand noise. It's on really the way upsetting in. to Yeah, me. the sound is. You know, it really when, affects my insides. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. I. It'll stay with me forever. Right? Yeah. You know, and uh, I for a long time I lived. I had a loft in New York City, right by the World Trade Center, one block underneath the World Trade Center. And when we would get a blizzard, it was like, thank God, everything's quieting. Right, that quiet. Even the subway underneath would, like, muffle, Mm. you know. So that's, uh, yeah, sound is a very big thing Big thing. Very big. Well, and now they're finding out that it really affects human health. Of course, of course, sure. That I've always known. (laughs) So, you know what's interesting? So we're chatting with Arlen Roth, who is a master raconteur and musician, and we got to get into it. But I have to show you. So I have this new app. For me, it's new, the Merlin Bird ID. And the Merlin Bird ID has this thing called Sound ID. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's phenomenal because I'll press this, and it will tell me what the bird is, which I never knew before. But listen to this. So I have sound recordings. I'm going to put this in, and I want you to tell me about it, okay? I really want to hear, okay? This is 17 seconds. That's something that I need. I wonder if it'll work. Let's see. Let's see. Can we hear it? I'm not going to be able to identify the bird. That's what it sounds like when I'm walking in the park. Right. That's the sound of real life. Yeah. I, I have a friend who... she. That tra- was an American Robin. Oh, okay. Yeah. I should have had that. <laughs> no, but I don't know what the, I wouldn't I know, know either. The, That's the beauty of it. I didn't know either. I have a friend who was a student for a long time of mine, and she spent four years just traveling the world, and she told me she could identify every bird in the world, <gasps> world by... By the, sound. by the sound. So every time I hear a bird sing, I think of her. Yeah, of course you do. So 
So, Arlen Roth, you obviously were gifted from birth with music, so you don't think the way. Has anybody studied your brain, by the way? <laughs> I no, had I mean a couple it, really. of MRIs at one point. No, I mean, I bet it lights up in different places than other people's It brains. might, yeah. I know it's very different than the rest of my family, although everybody were artists. Like, my dad was the New Yorker cartoonist, Al Ross. He lived to 100. He was a brilliant painter and artist and everything. And he always said to me, I, can, I know you're going to be a guitar player. He said, I could just tell, you know. And my brother, who's 10 years older than me, he became a visual artist, a lot like my father. Father. So my dad was kind Did of like... Did your father come up with the captions to the cartoons, too? Or oh, just... sure. <gasps> Although must sometimes, have been so brilliant. Sometimes we would. I mean, like, I... If I was like eight years old, I'd come up with an idea, and then he paid me my my you know twenty five percent if the New Yorker picked it up. But uh, no, he was always with the New Yorker and Saturday Evening Post and the New York Times. Do you have and, the originals of the cartoons? Oh, tens of thousands. Do of them. you? What a beautiful collection. He had to come up with a hundred a week for oh, come the on. New Yorker. Who comes up with that many ideas? Well, you know, he'd go into his file, which was his filing was. This pile, that pile, big piles in the studio. And he'd be like, uh, you know, they rejected this 10 years ago, but maybe it's timely. So they'd give, he'd give, he said, they wouldn't even remember that they looked at that cartoon. Oh, my God. But, you know, he was, he was great. You know, I would be with him all the time at the New Yorker. He'd take me down. I mean, what a great father, you know. We're chatting with Arlen Roth. And when I became a guitar player, we'd go down to the guitar shops together and uh, there I was, 11 years old, I'm buying my first electric guitar, and there's Charlie Watts of the Rolling Stones, the drummer. This is 1964. And my dad says, go, go ahead, go ahead. And, I get, and he signed his autograph, Charlie Watts of the Rolling Stones, so I wouldn't forget. Aww. But when I told that... Because in 1964. 64. Right. I was 11. No, and the Rolling Stones were the Rolling Stones, but they weren't the Rolling Stones. They had a couple of right. songs. In fact, they did that one that I just that you just played, that down-home girl. Yeah. That was on one of their first Is albums. that right? Yeah. So uh, when I told the story on the BBC in England, the phone lit up, and it was Charlie, and it was the people who were with him that day. They said, we remembered you, this charming little boy. He couldn't believe that any kid would recognize him, you know, at that time, because they were playing their first gig. And I'm like, of course, I took one look at him. I remembered him from the album cover, you know, that I had. Because I was really a with it 11-year-old. I guess you were. Beatles, Stones, everything. When did you pick up your first guitar? Nine, when I was nine. Nine. And were you a natural at the guitar? I think so, yeah. I mean, I was playing violin before that, and I was very good at the violin as well. Um, But my dad was like, he he came from Vienna, you know, Austria, and all. He said, forget the violin, because he was forced to play the violin when he was a child. He said, forget that. Everybody in Vienna plays the violin. Yeah, (laughs) everybody. Everybody. It comes out of the concrete. It's true. <laughs> but he said, forget that. He said, you've got to play the guitar. You've got to play the guitar. And so we would go downtown, and you know, we'd be stepping over these guitars that were on the floor that are now half a million dollars each. And he's like, look how beautiful that Les Paul. Like he, did, he appreciated you know, aesthetically the art of them. And so we were, you know, he was the greatest. I mean, what can I tell you? I mean, he, without him... And my mom, too, and her incredible sense of humor. And she's always like, how do you remember all these right. things to play? Right. I'm like, of course. And, you know, all four uncles were all cartoonists. Oh, my. They all came from, they all came from Europe, you know, Romania, via yeah. Vienna. And they all had a very dry Nin- wit to be a cartoonist. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. I was talking to my brother about that. He said, you know, we were basically raised by all of them. 
because they were all so incredible. And everybody lived, you know, back in those days, everybody lived close. Yes. They were all in the Bronx. Yes. And uh, so, My you know, group was Brooklyn, but yes. Yeah, Brooklyn. Well, we were big Brooklyn Dodger fans. Were we you? loved Brooklyn. Not Yankees, huh? Not never. I mean, as soon as the Mets came out. The Mets was it the for Mets, us. That was totally. It. Absolutely. Yeah. We just <laughs> so, went to a Mets game on Sunday. Beautiful. Yeah. Actually, City Field is really nice. Oh, it is very nice. But I'll tell you what I don't like, Arlen. I don't like the fact that they have this net now. So when you're at the game, you can't really see the field, even though oh, you so-called have the best seats. I can't stand it. Well, that's because some people got hit by balls. Ah, whatever. Now Please. The, the players have learned Assume how to like, the risk. fall into the net. I can't even. It's so ridiculous. You know so why? Because everybody's staring at their phones. I'd rather be higher up and not see the net. Yeah. I said to the kids, yeah. I don't really like the net. It bothers me. I know. It, it really does. Yeah, I don't like I feel like, like that. it intrudes on my vision. Yeah. Uh, so, Arlen Ross, so you're a guitar prodigy. You're playing the guitar. You're playing by ear. Yes. No one's really teaching you much. No. And Learning out there in real life. And who are you playing with? Uh, well, the first big tour, well, we used to, I played with a bunch of folk acts, you know, like Eric Anderson and Happy Artie Traum and people like that and Tony Bird, who was an African artist, but then I, in 74, we were opening up for the Bee Gees in Canada. Is that right? And the Bee Gees were like, uh, you know, we're playing at hockey stadiums in, in Canada, and um, Barry Gibb was like, come on, on Massachusetts, I was playing pedal steel guitar as well, very country. He said, play on Massachusetts. So I would back them up just on that, on you know, I'm going back to Massachusetts. <laughs> you could tell they'd never been to Massachusetts. <laughs> But it's a nice <laughs> word. They love the word. <laughs> and so uh, so I would play with them, and they were so sweet and so nice. And then I went on to, next year I did John Prine, big tour with John Prine, who has become, you know, a very revered songwriter. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and Bonnie Raitt was on that tour a lot with us. She was on our bus. John and Bonnie were kind of like a, an item, you know. And uh, Prine was great. He'd be like, Arlen, could you teach me another chord so I could write another song? I'm like, you just need a chord to write a song. Any chord, just <laughs> here is an F sharp. You know, like, like he he knew nothing about music. But Alan no. Roth will be right back. Okay. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the." F are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let me tell you about my trouble I can't make myself 
It's wonderful. Arlen Roth sitting in the studio with us. You're playing guitar on that. Who's singing? That is uh, Mukamuri, who is a, a vocalist from great. Africa. Ah, oh, he's great. He's from Zimbabwe, and people don't know about him yet, but I discovered him, and I think he's he's just going to be a, a very hot singer. He's got four songs on it now here, you know, four songs that he sings. He did the Jackie Wilson Higher and Higher, you know, which is just one of my all-time favorites. All time. I always love Jackie all Wilson. All time. You know. And so we did a bunch of Aretha things. Jerry Jamat and I, the bass player, we go all the way back to 79, and we did a, a, a Crossroads album, a Robert Johnson album, before I ended up doing the film Crossroads with Ralph Macchio. But then he was with the whole rhythm section, the B.B. King section, and then they all played at my wedding. <laughs> the next, like after a couple of weeks after recording, they just went up and played at my wedding, and it was just a blast. In fact... All I remember about my wedding was I played nonstop. Did you? Oh, the whole time. So you don't consider playing work? Uh, well, no, sometimes it does become work, but it should be a work that you enjoy, that you love. If I invited you to a party at my house, would you play or would you say, no, no, I'm not on? Oh, uh, no, I, I do that all the time. You play sure. for just for the fun of it? Just for the fun of just it and the, the money of, of it. No, and the money of it, of course, <laughs> and the money of it. No, but sure. it's, yeah, it, you know, last, uh, during COVID, I, I, three tours were canceled, including two times in Europe and two times in America. There's four, actually. And so, like, I'm trying to get all that back now. There was nothing. I did a lot of recording. I did an album with John Sebastian, you know, from Love and Spoonful. Yes. We did all Spoonful stuff. We played the Grand Old Opry. Did you? Was it fun? That was amazing. It's like the curtains open and all of a sudden you're you're a, uh, a tourist attraction. Yes, exactly. Like, I've been there about three times in the, the audience, obviously. Yeah. They're like, there's fun. Michigan in that section and there's fun. Indiana. But it was so much fun. fun. We did We did Welcome Back and we did a few other- You uh, did Welcome Back, Cotter? From, uh, yeah, he, that's his song. Welcome Back. That was his only yeah. number one hit. I. That's right. That's how I know him. Yeah. yeah. So they, they insisted that we play that and then we did a bunch of Love and Spoonful stuff. You know, do you, do you believe in magic? And did you ever have to make up your mind? Oh, which I love that song. Great song. I even sang Nashville Cats on the album because John was having a little trouble with his voice. I think he plays harmonica a little too hard, and it messes up his vocal cords because he's a big time harmonica player. Wow. So Arlen Roth, you also in your career, you did you play with Simon and Garfunkel? Sure, did the world tour. I played with. What's Paul Simon like? Uh, he's he's interesting. <laughs> I mean, I toured with Artie first. You know, I did uh, 48 cities with Art Garfunkel in 78. And then I was, Paul Simon was my guitar student, which what that really means is you're also helping him write his songs. Of okay? course, naturally. Arlen, I'm stuck. I'm stuck here, Arlen. I'm stuck. What do you do? He needed that extra set of ears to kind of like push him in other directions. But then I got the world tour, you know. So we played every stadium in America. Most of them are like gone now, those ballparks. Really? I played Shea Stadium. Yeah. You know, all that. But um, yeah, we did like about 28 stadiums. And then we played Europe, played Israel, which was fantastic. We played at this big soccer stadium in um, Tel Aviv. It was like 100,000 people a night. Amazing. And Paul, you know, Paul is a very uh, emotional guy who's able to write some beautiful stuff. He's very talented. He's very good at using the tools he has around him, meaning other players, to come up with ideas, too. Because um, I used to show him stuff in his lessons, and then he'd be, next week, he'd be proudly, look, Arlen, look how I added this to my song. Look what, Like, he was very proud as a student, yeah. literally. Yeah. You know? He wouldn't try to act like a big shot or anything. So I loved working with him. I loved working with Artie, too. Artie 
in 78, I mean, it was the quintessential tour. I mean, we did like, you know. Is that the one that ended up in Central Park? No, that was 78. Central Park was 81. Okay. And I did the 83 tour. Okay. And, but, uh, which was a great, I mean, great band, you know, huge band. Great music. Oh, the music was just (laughs) incredible. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd be tearing up on stage. We'd be playing the boxer. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now, you know. And Bridge Over Troubled Water. Bridge Over Troubled Water. Well, Artie used to do that. And then it was as if that was the end. That was the biggest thing you could possibly imagine. Then Paul would start coming in with the boxer. The boxer. And he'd be like, oh, yeah? (laughs) Here comes this one. I could just tell. And, And one time he said to me, he said, Arlen, no country licks. No country licks whatsoever on this tour. You know, Mio's got a lot of songs that are country. No country looks. So then at the very last chord, at the very end of the tour, <laughs> I played the biggest country lick you could ever imagine. You know, it's funny, but they wrote Homeward Bound. Sure. But Glenn Campbell did a fantastic oh, version of Homeward sure. Bound. Glenn was amazing. And he was Mr. Country, right? Oh, he was So great. a lot of their songs go a lot of different directions, obviously. Sure. Oh, good, good music always does. Well, their biggest influence was the Everly Brothers. You know, without the Everly Brothers, there wouldn't have been Simon and Garfunkel with those harmonies. So that's the Everlys were very. Country. I have to wrap this up. I wish I could talk to you forever, Arlen Roth. This particular album is called Super Soul Session. Yep. And you can buy it where Amazon. Everywhere, sure. Every, yeah. It's fantastic. It's actually doing very well. It's like number six in the country right now. So there you go. On this, on the blues and we didn't charts. even talk about your teaching and the CDs and your world famous teacher, Arlen Roth. You're yeah. such a treasure. I got to have you Thank on the you. show more. I can't so wait this long in back. between. No, but it's great to be, and you so do such wonderful. a great job. You oh. know, ICC. It all started with me for the with the Italian house party. Anyway, it did. <laughs> what do you want? Kind the of late sauce great you John Labarca. I love the that late show. great John Labarca, but it's still going strong on Sundays. I listen. We love it. Storm and Norman does a fantastic job. I listen every morning. When I take Penny to the park. She listens to Storm and Norman. <laughs> She says, oh, there he goes again listening to uh, Italian House. Exactly. But fabulous, yeah. Arlen Roth, Super Soul Session, super everything. Thank you so much. You are super Ah, yourself. So great to have you. All right, we'll be back behind the mic tomorrow with another great show. Stay tuned for Paul Paselli from 2 to 6. This is WICC. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 